Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. This is it. This is it, guys. This is the final chit recap chat of our glorious Vincenzo. I am excited to be wrapping this up. I mean, it's been a long couple of episodes, <laughs> but I am, you know, glad that I watched Vincenzo and I'm glad that I did this recap of it and I'm excited to kind of finish it up. So before we get started, I do want to just kind of shout out my, um, the noise in the background. You may hear birds chirping. Yeah. I'm by a window today. The sun is out, the birds are out, so they may be singing in the background, so bear with me if you do hear that. Um, But yeah, so if you don't hear it, great. Um, But I will go ahead and just kind of preference this chit recap chat with a little bit of the structural kind of details, since I haven't been doing that in the last two recaps, where I obviously am kind of like struggling, struggling to fit these recaps into one full Um, episode. So what I'm going to do this time around for these final two, I'm going to try to include them into one episode again, but I'm going to make sure to note that this is part one and part two. So the part one is what we're doing right now, which will be episode 19, and then we'll stop and uh, take a break. And then right after that will be part two of this episode, which will be the chit recap chat of episode 20. So I hope that kind of makes sense. And I hope I can stick to that when it comes to me kind of finishing up this part. But, um, But yes, I'll hold myself to it. I'll try my best. But let's go ahead and get started and jumping into our episode 19 chit recap chat of Vincenzo. So episode 19 opens, of course, where episode 18 ended, where Vincenzo has appeared out of nowhere after supposedly being dropped off at the airport to go back to Italy. Um, He is back at the plaza to protect Cha Young and Miri from these um, men who have come to basically take uh, capture Miri and so that she can kind of lead them to where the gold is. And of course, Vincenzo shows up and they're like, well, you know, what are you doing here? And he's just like, just, are you guys okay? Checks on them. And then after that, he begins to um, fight the men. The men is it's a large group and just one person, Vincenzo. But what we end up seeing is that um, the tenants appear. And we know that our tenants at the plaza are all superheroes. They all have these magical powers. And so much so that there is an entire montage in this moment where they're given kind of like superhero names, like lightning scissors. Um, and um, we find also find out that their kind of backgrounds. We have um, some people are weightlifters, uh, people are wrestlers, we have a a boxer, you know, so we find out that, yeah, there's a reason why they have always been able to stand their ground. It's because they all have these kind of very intense (laughs) backgrounds and very physical um, things. So that was cool to see. And then the fight begins and the tenant and Vincenzo completely overtake the men. And the the leader of these men, as we remember, is the kind of um, 
right-hand man of the the guy that's running for president. And I know I don't have, know his name. I don't feel like finding out his name. But the guy who's running for president, um, I think they call him like the elder, I guess. His right-hand man had ordered these men to do this so that they can find the gold and take care of, you know, all of that. And the and the guillotine file. Um, but he, we find out, doesn't have any luck because the gold is not there. Um, but he also is there and he gets taken out by Cha Young. Um, she just completely whacks him on the head and he passes out. And they end up kind of like shipping him off somewhere and he's just like is stranded somewhere. And so they get rid of all of them. And it's great. So everyone's celebrating. They're happy. They're like successful at take, taking down those guys. And... Um, the tenants are really gracious and, and thankful towards Vincenzo and Cha Young for just making them feel like they have purpose, they have reason, and um, and they enjoy that um, that they can do that together in this kind of little you know little little family they've created. And then later on that evening, we have um, Young Woon talking to Vincenzo, and he's like. Because he was also there because he was captured to help them find Miri, the hacker who, you know, set up the vault for the, the gold to be hidden in. And Young Woon, um, you know, he's there with Vincenzo and crew and he's like, yo, where's the gold? Because <laughs> he, again, was very adamant about the gold, not so much the gold, but the guillotine file that was hidden down there. And so he's like, I also thought the stuff was down there. And, and you know, Vincenzo and, and um, Cha Young... Um, they kind of look at each other, give each other's eyes because there's a little flashback scene that shows us where the gold has gone. So basically, when we saw in the previous episode, Vincenzo and the monks talking, there was um, a conversation where they kind of let him know, like, we know something's underneath us and we, we think it's the gold and we are, you know, we're willing to help you in a sense. So that's what they do. The kind of, it's the monks, it's Cha Young and the, basically the Vincenzo crew and Miri who are all aware of where the gold is. And Miri's the key to opening the vault to get the gold out. So Vincenzo visits Miri one day and he lets her know, it's time. I need you. We're going to get this gold and everything moved. And of course she's like, and we're, you know, what am I going to get out of this? He's like, of course you're going to get your share. You're going to get your cut. So let's just do this. So they, as a crew, um, decide to open up the the vault and little by little and this little montage scene of them little by little taking the moving the gold out of the vault and it takes you know multiple days and multiple trips but they get it um we still don't know where they've taken the gold but we see them every single day kind of like taking little nuggets of gold um and we know and Vincenzo has the guillotine file already so he you know discloses that to young Moon, like I have it in a secret place so don't bother me you know <laughs> kind of like I'll let you know more information when I think it's time you know and which is fair because Vincenzo has been burned obviously by multiple people so I don't want you know it makes sense that he will keep this kind of on lock from anyone else so then from there um Vincenzo and um where, where do we go from there? I think, yeah, Cha Young and um, Vincenzo are having a talk about um, 
you know, what happened where, how he returned back from, like he didn't go to Italy when he was supposed to. She literally, you know, took him to the airport herself. And she's like, why didn't you go? And he's like, well, I took care of it. And she's like, okay, um, how? And he's like, I gave them tons of money in exchange for like, you know, leaving my, my Italian family alone. And so that works. And Chayang's is just like, she says she's just like happy that he's here and that he's safe and that's all that matters. And it's super kind of like they have like a little sweet little moment giving each other eyes um, and you can tell they're just really happy. And this is what I genuinely liked, unless this is where commentary comes in. This is what I genuinely liked about the development of their relationship. It reminded me of... Um, I, I'm not going to even call out a drama like that. I was going to say it reminded me of what I didn't like about another drama where the storyline kind of set up that this was a love story. But the way that the story had progressed with their relationship, they felt more like friends. And so it was like you wanted me to believe they were lovers and the, like not lovers, but, you know, like they're, you know, romantically linked but yet when I see the way they interact they just look like great friends and I feel like with Vincenzo and Cha Young they did it the best way where the plot is not a romance you know we're, we're talking about all this other kind of mafia dirty doings of the you know of a whole country that's what this story is about so they focused on that there was obviously hopes and plans that there would be some kind of chemistry between the two you know male and female leads so that there was some kind of romance that blooms but instead of it blooming um it just kind of like showed them grow as friends to the point where as friends they also kind of you could tell cared so much about each other that of course that bloomed into something else and they never really explicitly had to say it um and so you just kind of saw the little inklings along the way. And I really liked how they did that. It just kept it, it kept it correct. You know, like this is not the point of the story, but at the same time, the chemistry is there, the way they care and love each other is there. And that's all that matters, you know? So I really, really just like the little moment they had in this scene. But from there, we then have um, Jusung, um, it's, it's talking, <laughs> Jusung again, it's the paralegal that I could never get his name, but now I know his name. But, he, you know, they're in the office, um, and Jusung is so happy, and he's, like, hugging Vincenzo, and he's just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're here. And then Chan Young is like, um, you know, we have things to do, because he's like, Vincenzo's like, can you get him off of me, please? And Chan Young's like, okay, yes, yes, we, we have something we need to do. And basically it has to kind of, take care of the guy who's trying to run for president, that elder guy. They're like, we need to take care of him and, you know, everything else. But then we get a scene switch to Myung-hee. Um, ah, Myung-hee. Ah, man, these two episodes. I was like, I can't believe it. Okay, but yes. Okay, so Myung-hee and... Um, attorney Han they basically know that Vincenzo has that guillotine file and they're gonna he's gonna use it against them all and then you know we also have them talking about prosecutor Jung who they're like we need you know we need and I you know we need help to figure out how to stop them you know coming to trial basically to stop the trial you know Vincenzo and them did in the past and 
you know, they're having this kind of conversation, trying to map it out. And then Prosecutor John kind of lets them know, like, I got a plan. I can I can stop the trial. But they need the guy who's trying to run for president's help. Um, and before he goes, the the guy who the guy who basically is the president's the president candidate um, right hand, he tells Prosecutor Jung that you need to be promoted quickly. And so he's very like thankful. He's like, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, Prosecutor Jung is like, thanks. Oh, so annoying. But then we get a, a scene of Jun Woo. Our lovely, lovely Jun Woo is in jail, of course. And he is, you know, has his like little crew of inmates, you know, walking behind him as he's walking through the, the, the halls of the prison. And then while he's passing some, you know, guys, when the guys like kind of so, you know, like, who do you think you are running, walking around this place like you own it? You don't own this place. And he's like, excuse me? what was that? You know, he pretends like, he's like, I don't, I don't understand. I, I really, what do you mean? What I'm walking around like what? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just telling, you know, calling you out. And Jumu looks like he's going to walk off with his guys. And he's, he turns, you know, to keep walking then turns around and throws himself at this inmate and completely rips into him with his teeth with his teeth he is gnawing at this man's face neck whatever he was biting he was oh i think it was the ear he was literally mike tyson on this guy and the guards come pull him off and he has blood covering his mouth and chin because he's completely just ripped this man's ear off in a way and it's disgusting and horrifying and you're like this guy is an, a psychopath it's just a reminder that he's a psychopath it's not like we didn't already know but just a reminder he's a psychopath so that's our little update on June Wu. then we get back to um then we get back to the plaza with Vincenzo and crew and what we find out with Vincenzo and crew is that um the the trial that they are ready to go to fight you know is being postponed uh, exactly so the prosecutor Jung's plan of getting it postponed postponed works and it's because he utilizes the fact that um the guy who's running for president he's you know he has an election coming up and they don't want this trial to sway anything and da 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 Vincenzo's like whatever it's fine we will take care of them when it's time so I'm good so then um well then this makes Vincenzo remember Prosecutor Jung because they know this is Prosecutor Jung who has gotten this kind of thing moved and Vincenzo's like you know what I think I need to go see about him I need to remember you know I need to check in on him so we're not sure what that means but we later find out what that means um and then Vincenzo and you know Chan Young have a little talk about him leaving soon and and how he just can't believe like and he even says like you were right about Korea being you know having people just as bad as the mafia here and he's and she's like yeah it is what it is right um but you know she and he start talking about uh, talking about his impending um 
time to go. I mean, he has to leave soon. And he's like, you know, he'll be back. He tells her, like, I will, I promise you I'll be back. Even if I, like, am gone for years and years, like, I will come back. I promise. And he's like, I always keep my promises. That's something that Vincenzo has told us. So it's so sweet. I was like, oh. See, again, moments like that where it was like their love was being shown and put on display in those moments without it being kind of like just overdone or like sloppy. You know, it was it was really well done. And then after that, um, we get a scene um, of Myunky. Okay. So... What happens is Myung-Ki starts to yell at Prosecutor Jung because Vincenzo has basically gotten something, you know, has gotten things underway so that the trial actually is back on. (laughs) And Myung-Ki is mad at Prosecutor Jung because she's like, I thought you took care of this. And, you know, he's like... I did what I could, you know, for the time that I could do it. And then we also have a scene with attorney Han, who's leaving drunk with the judge from a couple episodes. I mean, beginning of, you know, Vincenzo, that judge who got stung by the hornet um, or the wasp, whatever it was. He's, you know, walking out with attorney Han, Han, uh, Han drunk and, you know, whatever. And then he gets into his car to leave and Vincenzo is the one driving his car. Yay. So Vincenzo drives him to a remote place and lets him know, I need you to do something for me. And if you don't, I have this gun, you know, like I, I will kill you. <laughs> he says, if you do what I tell you to do, I won't kill you. He tells him that he needs to make sure that Jun Wu can get out of prison. He wants him out as soon as possible. So when the, the trial comes and all that kind of stuff, get Jun Wu out. That's what he wants. And he's like, if you don't, if you do that, you're good. So now it's time for the trial. Everyone's in play, you know, everyone's doing what they have to do. But my favorite part, of course, in this scene was the fact that on one side you have, you know, the Babel crew, but then other side you have Vincenzo's crew and that entails all of the tenants. But guess who else joins the Vincenzo crew? and made me so happy. Oh, he's such a sweet boy. (laughs) My baby. (laughs) I don't want, I chairman Jong because he is the chairman, but Hanso, he comes and he sits right next to Vincenzo on the Vincenzo side of the court. And he's like, you know, like helping him kind of like dusting him off and he's like all smiles and giggles sitting next to Vincenzo. And, and I, I don't even know what to say because we're going to get to that, but he's such a sweet boy. Um, and while that's happening, of course, you see Myung-Ki looking across the room, like at Hanso, like, are you freaking kidding me? What are you doing? And... You know, Hanso kind of just looks at her, you know, and shrugs like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And it's, of course, what what's to come is to be expected, right? So 
Then they also have the judge entering and he comes in and he's giving, you know, Vincenzo a little eye too because he's trying to be on Vincenzo's good side. And, you know, you have Cha Young sitting there at there sitting up there preparing for the trial, looking very, very confident, and Yonki's shaking in her boots, and I love every minute of it. Great. So you know, they, their side, they call their first witness and it's Vincenzo is their first witness. And he has an entire video about the Babel's tower situation. And he also has, you know, them giving bribes to different people. And, and then there's the auction event that we saw. And it was, it was like, spine chill like what's the word when you're like you feel chills like shoot through your spine um because while he's showing these videos of like all these things that are happening there are blurred faces and you think why are there blurred faces when the point is to expose these people for their wrongdoings but he has certain people's faces blurred Hanzo's um attorney Han and Myungki and I, I think when I was watching it, I wasn't quite sure what was going on as far as, like, why. But you could see Myungki's, like, she noticed it immediately, you know, like, that her face is blurred and she's, like, shakes her head like she's in disbelief and comes to find out the reason why um, he has blurred their faces. is because Myungki points out later on that he plans to kill them. So he doesn't want any evidence of them anywhere because he's going to take them out. And I just thought, whoo, whoo, Vincenzo, the way you send a message, right? I mean, it was that that was a way. So then we see, you know, after the kind of the the case is basically closed with all of the evidence that Vincenzo has, you didn't then see Vincenzo in the bathroom and he is running into Prosecutor John. He immediately, like, yokes him up by the collar and holds him up, and he's choking him. And he's like, I told you I was going to wait until you got every single thing you wanted, and then I was going to end you. So have fun. (laughs) And it was like, that's all he had to say. (laughs) Of course, Prosecutor Jung is, like, yelling at him, like, you can't do this to me. You you can't do anything to me. And he literally chokes him till he passes out and leaves. That's what Vincenzo has to say to that. Later on that night, Attorney Han and Bianchi are drinking and talking about the whole thing as far as their blurred faces and how she says then that, you know, he's basically, he's basically going to kill them. He's basically going to kill them. And Bianchi and, you know, they're like, yeah, we know that. And she's just like, you know, this is the time. We're about to get taken out. And, you know... It is what it is. And the tenants are... And then we get back to... um, Oh, no, 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 no. So then, of course, so like the tenants and all, they see the the victory. They're like, they they did it. It's great. Babel has to give over the Babel. I'm going to give over the plaza to them so they don't own that plaza anymore. Um, So they're not under the Babel's control, trying to, you know, demolish it. And then you also see Hanzo, Chairman Jung, sweet boy, um, ordering, you know, like the production of some of those, you know, evil chemicals and drugs that were there to be stopped. Um, And he's just, you know, 
doing things like a real chairman. And, and he's in the same room with um, Attorney Han at this point. And Attorney Han's like watching him like, wow, look at you. This is this is fascinating. And then he then brings up, and you know what? You Did you notice the video that Vincenzo showed in court the other day? How, you know, our faces were blurred. And, you know, I think that means that we need to work together again. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hansel's like, no, I'm working with Vincenzo. <laughs> and Attorney Hans like, um, I'm the one who introduced you to Vincenzo. I'm the one who got you the chance to even meet him. What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, I, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. That was the best thing you could have done for me. And it's so sweet because he's like, you know, I'm working with Vincenzo. And attorney um, Han is like, help me. Let get, get me in good with Vincenzo as well, basically. <laughs> but of course, no, not happening. So um, then we get a scene um, of Vincenzo visiting Junwoo lovely of course he gives him a little video like a little photo or video of him and his oh yeah he gives him a photo of his tower his babble little kind of 3d sculpture that he had he has it a picture of it um broken and destroyed and you see a flashback of Vincenzo breaking into Jumu's home and shooting it until um it was completely destroyed and you know He's showing this to Jumu, and Jumu was just like, you know, he's like, whatever, you know, um, I'm not going to come at you the way that I was. I'm going to come at you as I was in my past, which was an actual, you know, psychopathic uh, murderer. That's how I'm going to come after you now. He says this to Vincenzo. Jumu is like threatening Vincenzo. It's like, you, you, just you see, just you wait. And, um, and he's like, I'm going to take your watch and I'm going to add it to my collection. Oh, he's so gross. Oh, he's so gross. And Vincenzo is just like looking and he's like, okay, I'll see you then, basically. <laughs> and it's like funny watching Vincenzo react to this guy who's a psychopath threatening him. And you're like, okay, Vincenzo, he's a psychopath. Like, don't don't be so, you know, like be, be careful around him. But Vincenzo doesn't even bat an eyelash at Jumu. And I was happy for that because um, it made me feel comfortable and confident that Vincenzo had a plan. <laughs> but then after that, um, we see... Um, uh, oh, oh, this was funny. We get a scene of Attorney Han begging Prosecutor John to uh, put him in, in jail. He's like, put me in prison for, you know, just a couple months or, you know, maybe until Vincenzo's gone and Vincenzo, or Vincenzo's dead or something like that. Put me in jail and keep me safe. And then he's like, what? And he's like, I'll figure something out, but that's the plan. Put me in jail. He's trying to his best to kind of protect himself because they feel like that's the safest place to be is in jail. Um, then we get a wonderful scene of my baby, Chairman Jong, Hanso, and Vincenzo eating and um, oh, it's so cute. They're like eating and just like, you know, talking and Hanso is like, are you really going to leave Korea after all of this? I'll have you. Can you just work for me at the company? You could be, you know, in the legal team. Please, please, please. And um, Vincenzo, of course, is like, no, I won't. 
And then he's like, well, make sure you tell me goodbye before you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness, my baby. I mean, he was he was putting on this episode. His little adorableness was like tenfold. It was so cute. Um, so it really makes it difficult what happens at the end, of course. Um, so, yeah, he's like, well, at least, you know, say goodbye to me uh, before you leave. And uh, Vincenzo's like, actually, I want to talk to you about something. I really would like it if you would leave for a couple, you know, a couple months. Just go abroad, just go somewhere and, you know, hang out because, um, you know, once your brother is out, he's going to come for you. The first person on his list is going to be you because now that he knows kind of where you stand. And Hanzo, he he says, nope, I don't want to. I'm not running from him. Um, I knew the minute I turned against my brother that my life was at risk and this is what it is. And he looks so, he's such a, he's so boyish and so, so baby, but he's looks so brave in this moment. And I swear he jumped from like, what character is he to like top three favorite characters of this drama? Like for sure. (laughs) So sweet. Oh, he was like, you know, I can do it. I'll, I'll, Stay, stay strong, and I know you'll protect me too, right, young? Oh, he called him young, and it's like a very kind of foreshadowing moment. Of course, um, it sets us up for what happens in the end. So, so that's that's neither here nor there for now. Um, but yes, from there we then have um, the next day, and Chan Young and Vincenzo are having coffee and just drink, drinking coffee, thinking about what's their next move. And it is basically getting rid of Junwoo. They're like Vincenzo's like, I gotta get him. I gotta kill him. I gotta get rid of him. And I mean, literally, that's their plan. And um, he's like, I don't want you involved in any of that because I'm already kind of upset that I've allowed you to do as much evil as you've done thus far and she's like nope you didn't force me to do any of this you didn't expose me to anything the minute I decided to fight this stuff um I realized that you know you have to be evil with evil basically or you know choose the lesser evil um and that's what I'm doing I'm doing the lesser evil and but I am I'm a part of this now. And I really love that about Chai Young because I did worry about her uh, throughout the drama, especially when she, you know, in the beginning was prom- making, you know, Vincenzo promise not to do certain things, not to kill people. You know, there were moments where she was, was basically like, I don't like this to Vincenzo. But as she continued to see the horrible things that were being done without them, you know, being provoked at all, like unprovoked, she realized, like, the only way to get back is to kind of go turn a little bit to the dark side and to fight, you know, fire with fire in a way. So I like this moment that we get to see her showing, you know, Vincenzo, like, I didn't, you didn't do this. You didn't pull me into anything. I'm choosing to do this because this is my fight. Um, as someone who's fighting for justice in this corrupt world, this is how I'm fighting for it. Um, and I like that. Uh, but even still, um, what happens after that? So they have the coffee, they have that, and talk about, they gotta get rid of Junwoo. I'm going through my notes. And then Chan Young, um, she gets a message from Ju Song, um, and they find that prosecute find out that Prosecutor Jung has let everyone go. So all the people that were in that video that faces were not blurred, who were basically going to jail, they let them out. And so Vincenzo's like, 
say less. I will take care of Prosecutor John. His his time, he's done. He's not heeding my, you know, I've, give, I've given him an olive branch multiple times. He's not heeding it. So it's time for me to take care of him. So, so, okay, we'll get to that. Okay, so then we get um, a quick scene here, I think, with Nyonki, who is talking to the guy who's the right-hand man of the, um, the elder who's running for president. And Myungki talks to him and says, you know, I'm going to handle Vincenzo. I'm going to handle the guillotine file. I want to do all of this and I'm going to take the fall for um, for all of what Junwoo has done. And I'm going to take those, those, you know, take all the fall and go to jail and get Junwoo out because Junwoo is the only one who can go head to head with Vincenzo and get this fixed. So she has made up a plan that I got to get in jail so that I can get Junwoo out of jail. Because once Junwoo is out of jail, he's going to get rid of Vincenzo. This is Myungki's plan. She thinks it's going to work. And we're like, okay, good luck with that. Um, next, we see um, the same night, I believe, we have Prosecutor Jung. He's celebrating, having a good time out with his, you know, his, his people that he worked with, his colleagues. And he's drinking and he's just having a blast because he's just been promoted. You know, he's just gotten all these people out. And he's like, sprout, you know, spouting out some nonsense about justice and whatever and how he's never done anything bad. And it's like, yeah, shut up. Yes, you have. Um, and, you know guess who greets him (laughs) so he's you know drunk and having a good time then he goes out um for a little quick smoke um at the rooftop and sure enough who's out there to greet him Vincenzo Vincenzo yokes him up again knocks him out takes him unconscious to a remote area um high up (laughs) um and he just drops his body you know just drops him off the top of the roof and he falls onto a car, of course, and there he is, dead. Prosecutor Jung, dead. Um, that was easy. I mean, that was a very quick, nothing kind of game-changing, nothing inspirational came from it. It was literally like, he's dead, let's move along now. <laughs> and I mean, literally, Vinches was like, I'm moving along. Um, so... <clears throat> Then I, I'm trying to remember. Yes, so Myungki, she ends up meeting with her homeboy, which is Jun Woo, and she tells him, "Guess what? I got a plan. I'm going to get you out by getting in. I'm going to take all the fall for you, and I'm going to put myself in jail. But once you're out, you have to do what you need to do to take care of Vincenzo, right, and get me out of jail." Okay, June was like, absolutely, you're my my right right hand lady. You'll be the top of the company once I finish this off. Don't you worry. And she also lets him know, up oh, and you were right. Your brother, he's completely enamored with Vincenzo. Um, he is no longer on our side, so you might want to take care of that as well. So again, again, foreshadowing to what's to come. Next, uh, and oh yes, and this other thing Junwoo tells, he says, make sure that no one knows when I get out. He's like, make sure when this whole thing happens, you get in smoothly and I get out without anyone knowing I've been released. And she's like, gotcha, no problem. I can do that for you. 
The next day, Myung-ki, of course, gets arrested at the office. Um, Vincenzo and crew hears this, and they're like, hmm, interesting. Myung-ki is getting arrested, and <clears throat> Jun-woo, of course, is then quietly released from jail. Jun-woo comes out, and he is quickly going into kind of destroy mode. He sees where Cha Young is um, and he gets her, because she's on her way, like her and Vincenzo are, you know, talking and then he is leaving her because she's going off to meet with like her friends or whatever, like a, I think of like a school reunion, class reunion. And he sees her leaving and he orders her to be kidnapped immediately. I mean, like immediately, as soon as he got out of jail, he was like, let's do this. So he kidnaps Cha Young Next, he goes to visit his brother. And his brother is working at his office, doing his work as he has been doing, being an actual chairman of a company, you know. And he, um, but like, burst through his office. And Hanso is like, wait, where's my bodyguards? And he's like, oh, that was really easy. I just gave them money. And I was like, oh, gosh, of course. And then Junwoo was like, how dare you betray me, you know, what are you doing? And Hanso's telling him, I'm just trying to run this company correctly because it hasn't this whole time. Junwoo pulls out his gun, of course, puts it to his head, and he's like, you know, I'm going to have to kill you. And you get that, right? And Hanso immediately is, like, looking fearful. He's on the verge of tears. And he says, you know what? Yeah, I do know that. I, it was bound to happen. I've always been afraid of this. After you killed our father, I always knew I was going to be next. And so he gets ready to be shot. And instead of shooting him, Junwoo um, kind of knocks him out with the gun. Um, so he leaves him unconscious. Then we have Vincenzo at home. And Vincenzo, you know, like, you know, just going, moving about his night. But he sees someone trying to get into his window. And he's like, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Grabs his gun. He goes to the door. No one's at the door. He then sees at the door an envelope. The envelope outside the door, he grabs it, he picks it up, he opens it up. Guess what he sees in that envelope? These beautiful earrings that he saw Cha Young putting on earlier as she was preparing for her outing with her friends at the class reunion. Vincenzo immediately freaks out. He's like, where do I go? What do I do? And we get a quick scene to Hanso, who's waking up to see that Cha Young is next to him, tied up. He tries to go over to her to kind of help her, you know, and then immediately Jewel comes into the scene with a gun. So Cha Young and his brother are there kidnapped, um, and he calls Vincenzo. Vincenzo's already in a car, he's driving, he doesn't even know where he's going, but he's already in his car moving, and she's like, don't call Vincenzo here. I don't want to do this. And of course, he's like, oh no, Vincenzo's coming. And what was so, 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 so heartbreaking that during this whole thing, Cha Young is just begging for him to kill her instead. He's like, she's like, just kill me. Just kill me. Leave him alone. Leave Vincenzo alone. I'll, I'll just die. I just, I'll just die. And I just was like, wow, Cha Young, she is the real gangster in this. I mean, honestly, for her to just kind of be like welcoming, like, no, I want to get out. I mean, you know, like, I don't, I don't want, I want to get, I want to save Vincenzo, basically. 
he calls Vincenzo anyway, of course, and he tells him, if you want to save your girl, come on over. I got her. Vincenzo, of course, comes, immediately sees that he's, she's still alive. She's okay, mostly, just tied up. And he's like, you know, Jubu immediately lets him know, you know, I just put some pig blood on the, the, the earrings. That was it. Just wanted to get you here. Um, and then Vincenzo just tells him, like, you do know, like, no matter what happens here, I'm still going to kill you. <laughs> and I was like, Vincenzo, come on now. Don't be threatening Jumu when he's right next to Chanyang, you know. But he, of course, Jumu is like, no. He's, and Jumu, of course, is like, well, yeah, but not unless I kill you first. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. That's all I kept thinking. I was like, it's going to be a shootout. But it's not a shootout. Instead, we have Jumu turning to his brother who is you know you know kind of bloodied after being knocked out with a gun and he's you know afraid and shaking and Jungle tells him oh he throws him a um, hockey stick his weapon of choice most of the time Jungle's weapon of choice is a hockey stick he throws the hockey stick to Hanzo and he tells him I got something for you to do I need you to beat Vincenzo to death if you want to stay alive and then I'll give you Babel. Everything will be great. I'll forgive you. <sighs> oh my goodness. I'm getting upset. Cha Young is screaming. Vincenzo's, you know, rolling his eyes. He's shrugging. And he looks over at, you know, Hanso, who is shaking and grabbing the, the hockey stick. And he's just like, you know, at his brother, like, if I do this, you know, I'll be, you'll, you'll let me, you know, stay alive. And the whole time while he's saying this, you could tell that Hanso wasn't going to do it. You could just see he wasn't going to do that. And then, um, you know, and then Vincenzo looks at Hanso. He's like, go ahead, do what you need to do. You know, he literally just like falls to his knees and he's like, it's fine because of course, Cha Young is being held at gunpoint by, um, Jungwoo. So he's like, do what you need to do. And then, and then Hanso keeps turning to his brother, like, if I do this, you'll save me, right? And he's like, of course, of course, you're my brother. Of course I will. You're, you're my only family. Of course, of course. And we all know that Hanso has grown immensely. He has, he has learned so much about his, his kind of state and his brother's feelings on him so we even while watching this you knew he was not listening to his brother he you knew he wasn't um so of course you know Hanso's putting on the scene he's crying he's you know getting closer to Vincenzo and he's saying I'm sorry and then Vincenzo's just like it's okay it's fine you don't worry about it you have no other choice I understand and it again was so moving because even in that moment that was what Hanso needed to hear even though Hanso was never going to kill or hit Vincenzo he still you could tell needed to hear that Vincenzo was was okay he was like you're okay I'm okay with you and it was just so sweet that he even granted that to Hanso in that moment um and of course, he pulls up the the hockey stick to swing it at Vincenzo, um, but instead he 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 turns and he swings it at Junwoo. He swings it at Junwoo, and I was so proud of him at that moment. Um, and you knew that was going to happen; like you just knew it was going to happen. He doesn't really hit him, you know. Just really, he doesn't really get Junwoo to the point where he kind of. Um, t- 
takes him completely out. So Jun Woo then has that gun. He shoots Hanso immediately. He shoots him in the arm, but Hanso doesn't give up. He's still coming for him, trying to kind of charge his brother to stop his brother with that gun. And in the midst of all of this, um, Vincenzo is grabbing Cha Young and untying her and trying to get her out and get her to the door. And as he's turning to get out, get her out of the door, you hear the gunshot. Um, and I immediately thought, there goes um, Hanso, you know, and I was really, 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 really sad. He had already been shot in the arm. So I was like, okay, you know, this was coming. And Jumu shoots and we see um, in slow motion that it was Cha Young that he shot as she threw herself onto Vincenzo to protect him. Um, and she takes him right in the shoulder. And it was such a city hunter moment when she was shot in the upper shoulder because it was like, okay, I know she's not going to die. Because in City Hunter, <laughs> the same thing happened and she didn't die. So I was like, okay, everything's fine. But Jun Woo, you know, is, is, is like, he's shocked because in the moment he wasn't trying to kill Chai Young. He was trying to kill Vincenzo. And now Vincenzo's livid um, and Hanso is in shock as well he's kind of you know he's been shot but he's also like who what to do now and Vincenzo's ready to kill and um scene end of end of the episode so that um is the chit recap chat of Vincenzo episode 19 this is where I'm going to end part one so that we can continue on to part two um, after a short little commercial break (laughs) thank you all for listening to this first part stick around for part two which will be episode 20 the finale (sighs) see you then everyone we're back with part two of this Vincenzo Chit recap chat of the final two episodes episode 19 was the part one and now we are going to go right into episode 20 the final episode of Vincenzo so yeah okay so this is let me just get some commentary out of the way not even comment just a comment so I think this episode recap of, you know, episode 20 recap is going to be pretty quick. And I say this because um, it was just literally tying up the loose ties um, and everything that you kind of expected to happen happens in this episode. So there's no need for me to kind of really go into these tons of details because, I mean, Vincenzo's plan was played out to a T in this final episode. So um, I'm not going to probably sugarcoat a lot of it or just go into huge details about a lot of it. I'm going to kind of just move straight through. And then that hopefully will leave me with some time at the end to really kind of just digest um, Vincenzo. Okay, so episode 20, of course, begins where episode 19 ends, which is in the moment where we have Jun Woo shooting Cha Young in the back, um, kind of an upper right shoulder, as Vincenzo's holding her body as she's kind of just, you know, losing cons- consciousness at the moment. He's absolutely extremely um, mad. We also have um, Chairman Jong, my, I, sw- 
sweet baby. <laughs> My actual sweet baby. We have him after, you know, kind of triggering this entire scene. Um, also wounded, still trying to kind of um, fight off his brother, Junbu. And um, yeah, so this is where we enter in episode 20. Of course, at this moment, the point that Jumu was trying to do, he was trying to shoot and kill Vincenzo in this moment. He unfortunately shoots Chai Young instead. Vincenzo is absolutely livid. Um, and in this process, he goes to shoot um, at Vincenzo again. Um, and before he can shoot him, shoot at Vincenzo, my baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hanzo, or Chairman Zhang, as I like to call him, he continues to fight with his brother and he tries to wrestle the gun away from his brother. In the moment of trying to get the gun away from his brother, of course, he ends up getting shot um, in the stomach by his brother. And, um... Uh, I'm getting upset. Okay, so... um. Yes. So Jungwoo, he, he, you know, viciously murders his brother right there, staring in his eyes, um, shoots him in the stomach, and then he turns the gun immediately from his brother after shooting him um, to Vincenzo. Vincenzo is at that point. There's nothing really he can do. He has Cha Young in his arms, shot and wounded. He, you know, at this moment, we were like, oh my gosh, what happens here? And luckily, because of my sweet boy's sacrifice, um, he ended up being the the last person that that gun could fire at because the final bullet was in him. It could not, at that point, shoot at Vincenzo. So, um, Jumu does not um, get to shoot Vincenzo because he killed his brother with the final bullet. Oh my gosh. It's like really frustrating for me to talk about this because I just wanted the best for him. I wanted the best for him. I really, really did. I just wanted him to ride, like ride off into the sunset with his newfound like brother, Vincenzo, but they wouldn't let me have it. They just wouldn't let me have it. Okay. So of course, he tries to shoot Vincenzo, can't because there's no bullets in the gun. And then Vincenzo gets up immediately to go for him. But Jungwoo jumps out of the window and slightly injures himself and gets away. And a getaway. He has like a getaway car waiting for him. I don't know. I was just like, whatever. Get out of here. You know, I'm, I was so over Jungwoo at this point. I was absolutely over him. But Cha Young, she's, she's still hanging in there, um, shot in her shoulder. And then we turn to my baby Hanso. And he obviously is not okay. Vincenzo goes over to him after he checks on Chai Young, obviously. That's his girl. He goes over to his, um, to Hanso and he, you know, he's, you know, trying to kind of hold him up there, but you know, he can see that this is, this is it. And he's, <laughs> I'm really, really sad because now I'm thinking about how Vincenzo like calls him his brother at this point. He's, he's like, you're, he says something like you, you, were, like, you are meant to be my dong sing. And it was just like, oh my gosh, his little brother. You know, I was like, come on, Vincenzo. And it's just, 
such a sweet thing he can do for him in these final moments of his life because his entire life he was tormented by his brother to the point where he had a drug and alcohol problem growing up and he was living in fear even as an adult of his brother so like his entire life was wrapped around this brother figure but in the final you know weeks and days and moments of his life he got to experience like what it felt like to have a real brother with Vincenzo and so it was very, and this is why Vincenzo is one of the best, you know, he's the sweetest as well, because he was able to recognize that um, in the time that he was spending with him. And in these final moments, <clears throat> he, yes, I'm getting emotional. Yeah, he gives him this. He gives him that moment of letting him know, I view you as my little brother, as you can view me as your brother, and as you did view me as your brother. And that's basically how he, he goes. He you know, he's grateful that he has that moment with this real, you know, brother in a way. And then at the final moments, he passes his gun. I mean, sorry, he passes his phone to Vincenzo and he thanks him for everything. And then he's gone. (laughs) My sweet baby. (laughs) And he really is such a sweet, I mean, I, I keep calling him sweet baby, sweet boy, because he is really young, as in the actor is also just really young. And he did such a great job and so sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, but yes, he is gone. Um, then this, of course, takes us to um, the next scene, which is them in a private kind of hospital room with Chai Young in the hospital bed, obviously recovering, and uh, Vincenzo sitting, waiting for her to wake up. He um, wakes up, and she is kind of like, you know, she sees him, you know, he's excited that she wakes up. He's like, oh my gosh, you're, you're awake. Everything, this is great. I was so afraid. And um, he's like, look, I, what I did, I got you this nice room. <laughs> and she's like, well, when you were injured, I also paid for your room. And so they had a little kind of back and forth. So you can see that she is doing well. She is okay. Um, but she immediately recognizes that he's struggling with what has just transpired with her almost being lost but then also Hanzo being lost and he and she tells him you know it's not your fault it's okay it's not your fault and he you know can you can see him taking that in because he needed to hear that in the moment because he's obviously blaming himself for everything and she says all you need to do now is just kind of go and finish it go do what you were supposed to do finish the job let's get this over with and he um and he tells her that he's going to do that. He, he's like, I'm going to, I promise you, I'm going to do that. And then he lets her know, you know, once I do this, I got to go. I'm leaving. I got to leave Korea. And she's, she's like, I know I'm aware of that. So can you just let me know? Um, so she, and she says like, so we'll just enjoy like our last night together, which is really sweet and sad at the same time. But, and it's super sad because she's in a hospital bed. So they couldn't even really enjoy their last night together in a sense. Um, but she says that. And she also tells them like, when you go, you know, when you leave, don't call me, don't text me, just go. And I was like, oh, Young, don't do that to yourself. And, but he's like, you know, he let, he acknowledges that and he's like, okay. So he basically is going to finish up. He tells her he's going to finish up everything in like the next 24 hours. Like we got a day to get everything done. And like I said before, in the beginning of this, this episode goes really fast because everything Vincenzo set out to do, 
he does it. Okay. So next, um, we kind of get a scene with, um, attorney Han and he literally is (laughs) going back and forth with someone in his office about, um, signing, um, basically he's signing a, a, I guess a charge for like embezzlement and something else so that he can be sent to prison. Like he had asked <laughs> prosecutor Jung for, he had, he wanted to go to be put to prison. So he is like signing that, he's getting ready to sign this little paperwork that will seal the deal and put him in prison. But right before he is able to sign that, he actually gets a call from Vin Jinzo. Ha, 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 ha. He picks up the call right in the middle of him signing. And he's like, you know, like, what, what, what's up? And Vincenzo tells him, I will not kill you. I will keep you safe if you do this for me. Vincenzo requests that he gets Nyonghi out of prison, gets her out of jail. He's, a pro- he's chief prosecutor, so that's something he definitely can do. And, he, and Vincenzo even gives him a time limit. He says, you have three hours to get her out. And after you do that, you're fine. I'll let you live. <sighs> so that's Vincenzo's kind of deal with Attorney Han. Then next thing you know, you get the scene with Myungki. She is in jail singing, you know, having a good old time when they tell her immediately, hey, you're being released. Let's go. And she's like, excuse me? I'm being released? And like, yep, the charges are all dropped. Um, they, if they said it seemed like you were, you know, threatened by, you know, a Junwoo. So you're free to go. <sighs> she kind of already knows something's suspicious, something's off. And as soon as she's leaving, she gets a phone call. And the phone call is just the recording. It's a recording that Vincenzo has recorded of his conversation with attorney Han, basically telling him to get her out of jail so he can save his life. She listens to that recording and then Vincenzo's like, hi, (laughs) at the end. And she's like, you know what? I cannot believe this man. He sold me out again. So attorney Han sold her out and she's livid about that. Um, but she gets, you know, gets in her car from the prison and drives off, you know? And then while she's driving off, you have, um, what's his name? You know, the guy who helps Vincenzo all the time. <laughs> you have him, um, I want to say Jun, no, not Junwoo, Jungwoon, Jungwoon. Yeah, you have Youngwoon, I think, following her. And he's immediately kind of updating Vincenzo on her whereabouts and where she's heading and things like that. And Myungki, of course, knows that. But she immediately runs back to her office, finds this, like, cell phone that's been hidden away. And she calls her, you know, her ride, you know, her ride or die, um, Junwoo, immediately and says, hey, I just got out of jail. Obviously, this is Vincenzo's doing. um, But we shouldn't meet up because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a trap for us. He says, that makes sense. So what you need to do is go to my office, give me all the money that I got. I'm heading to Mexico. You take some money from my accounts, my, you know, secret hidden, you know, stashed away accounts and get yourself out of, out of Dodge ASAP. So they have their little escape plan. And this is, um, Junwoo and Myungki. 
after that, um, we get, uh, oh, yeah, and this is the thing. She lets um, Junwoo know, Myungki lets Junwoo know that, yeah, guess what? Who, who sold me out? Attorney Han. So Junwoo was like, don't worry about that. I'll take care of that, is basically what he says. So while this is, you know, while they have their kind of escape plan and Myungki is being followed by Youngwoon and, um, <clears throat> and Junwoo was getting his stuff together so that he can basically take out Vincenzo and then escape to Mexico. You have attorney Han, you know, going, he's talking to the, the media and he's outside of the prosecution um, office. He, you know, out literally outside on the stairs and he's like telling them all, you know, the, the press to gather around. He has stuff, stuff to say. And he's like, they're like, you know, asking him questions about, um, Chair, I'm sorry, not chairman. Um, Jun Woo, and he's like, oh, everyone, this is off the record and getting close, telling them to come close in and talk to him and listen in. And while he's doing that, he gets a phone. He gets a phone call. And the phone call, of course, <clears throat> is from Jun Woo, who has hired men to murder him, as in stabbing him on the stairs of this prosecution office. And um, I mean, it's like right outside the court. I'm sorry, not persecution, but like the court. He's standing outside on the stairs with all this media and press surrounding him, and you have these two men run through the crowd out of nowhere, stab him a couple times, and run off into the getaway car that has Junwoo in it. And while he is driving away, Junwoo with his kind of henchmen, you have Vincenzo pulling in, passing this man, doesn't know because he's tracking. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tell this detail. Vincenzo is also telling or tracking Junwoo because the phone that was given to him by Hanso had a tracking device on it. And it was super cute flashback moment. Um, but either way, that's need to hear that. Okay. So he has basically this tracking device where he's tracking Junwoo. So he was following him, and that's what led Vincenzo to the court because this is where Junwoo just was in order to kill Attorney Han. So they get, um, so Vincenzo gets, you know, pulls up to the court, sees the press and everyone yelling and screaming and blood running down the stairs because you have um, Attorney Han there laying um, bloodied and dead. Um, on the stairs of the court and Vincenzo immediately turns around and leaves and he recognizes like, okay, Junwoo was just here. So he's back trailing Junwoo only to lose a signal because he goes kind of like underground or whatever. Um, and then <clears throat> um, we get to, um, oh, hey, yeah, this is another one. Okay. So then we get that information and mind you, while, um, Vincenzo was, you know, he was telling, um, he was telling Jun, telling Junwoo, but he lost him. He gets information from um, Youngwoon that, hey, I've been following Myungki this whole time. I know where she is. I, I got, I got, I got, I know where she's going to be. So Vincenzo's like kind of reroutes himself and he's like, okay, I'm going to go deal with Myungki first. So Myungki thinks she's doing well she's safe she has a whole bunch of bodyguards with her um and she's like going to a hotel room to get her basically get her passport so she can leave the country so she gets in 
she gets in. I believe it wasn't her hotel room. I'm assuming this was her actual home. She goes there. She gets her. Um, she's like opening the door. As soon as she gets in there, um, she sees Vincenzo sitting and waiting for her. Ah, Vincenzo's like, hey, what's up? It's your time. And she tries to play it cool like Yonki does. Like she's not afraid of him. She's like, let me have a drink before I go. And And they basically, you know, and mind you, also, Young Woon is there. So they kind of trap her in. And he's like, yeah, so that money you wired and all that kind of stuff, I got that money. Because Miri, we find out, our resident hacker, she has intercepted the money. So she's like, don't worry about that money. It's going to be taken care of a good cause. So thanks for that. And of course, <laughs> Yonki's livid. And she's like, once again, you got me, Vincenzo. And she's still, like I said, was trying to play it cool. Like he was, you know, like, I'm okay. Let's, let's get this over with. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going to get this over with. You're going to suffer before you die. And he knocks her unconscious. And then when she wakes up, she's in a warehouse. And you are seeing her seated in this chair with her feet really bloodied. And you realize that she can't move her feet which is crazy, right? Like she literally cannot move her feet. And so it looks like he's kind of like done something where she's nailed her feet or something to this like floor of this, in this warehouse. And she's screaming, of course, about that. Um, But then we see um, that Vincenzo is there and she's like, can you just take me out? Like, just let me go. Just murder me. Like, just shoot me. And you know, he's like, it, you don't need to do anything fancy. I, I know you're a mafia or whatever, but you're still trash like me. So just like, just take me out quickly. And Vincenzo's like, yeah, no, I want you to dance is what he tells her. He, ugh, which was brutal, man. He said, I'm going to make you, he's like, you like dancing? Cause she does. She likes to do Zumba and dance. He's like, I'm going to let you dance your way out of life, basically. He turns on sprinklers in this warehouse and he um, lights uh, his, no, his lighter. He, cuts, he pulls his lighter out and she's like sniffing herself because she gets sprayed with this entire, you know, whatever's coming out of the sprinklers. And she immediately realizes that it's gasoline of some kind or fuel of some kind and he has his lighter that he's playing with and then all of a sudden he throws his lighter and he starts to slow motion walk out of the warehouse as Myung-hee catches actual fire and mind you her feet are somehow like nailed to the floors but the minute she catches fire she's running and screaming and she jumps you know she basically pulls herself from the ground and starts to run around the warehouse aflame she's literally covered in flames and she's running around and the slow motion and Vincenzo's just walking out and um Myung-hee dies very viciously, to say the least. Um, so again, Vincenzo's plans of getting revenge and taking them out horrifically, um, it's happening one by one. I mean, literally, everybody's just being taken out. Next, um, we go um, back to the plaza. <clears throat> and, um, oh, no, no, no. Oh, gosh, okay, this part... I don't want to even talk about this part because this part was 
they, they, I don't like how they set this part out, but whatever. So, mind you, time is ticking. Vincenzo's like, I got to get rid of everybody in this time frame or whatever. So, while that was happening, as him taking care of Myonki, he gets a call. You know, he, he's basically en route to take care of um, Jungu. They're like, oh, we got the signal on him again. We know where he is. And then there's, they told him, like, oh, I sent some guys. Um, Young Woon tells him I sent some guys to take care of him, basically. And the guys that he sent um, are some of our tenants from the plaza. Our three who are known to being, well, you know, men who could fight well, who help Vincenzo all the time in a lot of his kind of like, you know, serious moments. And so three of the tenants are en route following um, following Junwoo so that they can basically capture him for Vincenzo to take care of. So they find him kind of like in some like little shipyard kind of thing somewhere where the water is and um they get out of the car and they fight off the men um, that are with um Junwoo and then Junwoo is kind of left trying to escape but before he can escape he realizes that they have kind of overtaken him and in the process of him fighting back he um stabs um one of the tenants and the tenant that he stabbed I, I can't remember his name but he is the one who always wanted to work for Vincenzo he was like a bodyguard for Vincenzo he's good at kind of wrestling and he has the wife who just recently announced that she is with child um, a couple episodes ago so he gets stabbed um, and he starts to basically bleed out right then and there and the men are you know and the other tenants are rushing to him but in the process you know Junwoo is still trying to get away and you know but right when he's about to you know shoot and you know I'm so annoyed I'm, I'm sorry this scene really annoyed me because it made me really upset that the way they set this whole thing up as far as like the tenants and one of the tenants being almost I mean literally almost killed so he gets you know he's fighting for his life Junwoo gets shot right at that moment um, in the leg by Vincenzo because Vincenzo has arrived finally. And then the other tenants are livid at um, Junwoo, so they knock him out. And so when they knock him out, they, um, of course, are catering to their wounded uh, fellow soldier while Vincenzo takes Junwoo's body and throws him into his back of his car because he's getting ready to deal and finish off Junwoo while he's unconscious. And but in the meantime, they have to take care of our um, our wounded soldier who is literally bleeding out. Um, and it it's it's as if he's dying. He's literally dying. And one of our tenants, which is the former kind of gang boss, he and now the director of the. the hot air balloon company he reveals that he used to be kind of like a a a medic for the military so he's like I can do some quick you know aid to kind of help him as we get him you know off 
get him some help. So they kind of wrap him up the best that they can, um, throw him in the back seat of a car. And while this is also happening, the police are arriving because the police have been looking for Vincenzo now that they know that um, these people are ending up dead left and right and they're, he's after Myonki and all. So they're like, you know, police is on their, on their way. And the tenants immediately tell Vincenzo, go, go, we're going to be okay. We're going to take care of him. Just leave, just leave, just leave. And Vincenzo doesn't know what to do because he sees one of his friends there dying. And this is the same friend who's got a wife who's pregnant back at the plaza. And he's, you know, barely hanging on. And Vincenzo's looking at that, but then he also is looking at the police arriving. And then he's also looking at Junwoo. So in this moment, he ends up leaving um, and rushing off and getting himself... And, and, and driving off with Junwoo. While he's driving off, they distract, the, the tenants distract the officers, kind of stop the officer and tell them we need help, someone's wounded, and Vincenzo gets away with Junwoo. When we get here, this is the kind of final boss moment. Vincenzo has, um, has Junwoo tied up to a chair with this kind of thing he calls the spear of atonement that he's learned from like Russian mafia and it basically is going to be timed and over the course of a certain amount of hours it will like every five minutes will dig deeper and deeper into his chest until it pierces his his lung and then he will die immediately so it's basically an, an entire like day of him just feeling excruciating pain and losing blood um, and wishing he was dead the whole time only to then suddenly just die because he'll he won't really know when his lungs will be pierced so he sets this whole contraption up for him he explains this to Junwoo and Junwoo is literally begging like don't do this he's asking Vincenzo not to do this which is fascinating because of all the people you should be asking anything from it shouldn't be Vincenzo okay so of course he's like trying to talk Vincenzo out of it Vincenzo's like yeah no this is how this is gonna go good riddance and he I mean he doesn't even they didn't even have like a conversation that was like moving or telling or touching it was literally like this is it you're dead I'm done I don't want to talk to you anymore Vincenzo leaves that scene there and it's wonderful that he's gone. Um, and then once Vincenzo runs, you know, he meets up with his um, his, his, his partners, um, basically, Young Woong and my detective An, who is my favorite character of this drama. They tell him, here's your passport. Here's the new identity that you should assume to get out of Korea. The, you know, the intelligence agency has helped him kind of cover his tracks. You'll be fine. So just go, just go. He's getting in the car, getting ready to leave as soon as they see another car speeding towards them, only for it to see that it's Cha Young and, um, and Ju, I can't remember the name, Ju Wung, Ju Young. Okay, I can't remember his name, but they're paralegal. <laughs> Jungsung, Jungsung. So they pull up, and Chan Young immediately is like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I got to see you before you leave." Left, even though she had immediately said, "I told him that, and don't let me know when you leave." She gets to him, she runs to him with her little hospital clothes on, she gives him a hug, and she's just like, "I wanted to say goodbye. I really wanted to see you before you left." And he's like, "I gotta go. I gotta go." And so he leaves. He drives off. We get a scene of Hans, I'm sorry, we get a scene of Junwoo dying a slow death, seeing a black crow coming towards him as he's a right about to, really about to die. Um, and then the crow starts to eat at him. And we know, obviously, that means he's nothing but dead. Um, 
Then time, they fast forward in time, which was fascinating. They fast forward in time. And with that, they basically um, reveal that a month or so has gone by. They're still looking for Vincenzo. They, Like I said, they, the cops were looking for Vincenzo because he obviously killed all these people. <laughs> um, and Chai Young and their new Casano family. He has a Casano family in Korea now, which is basically just the tenants at the plaza. They're still fighting for the plaza. They're protesting against that right-hand man who was once the right-hand man for the guy trying to run for president. He's now trying to run for some kind of, you know, politician position. I don't know. And they literally are fighting against him and they can do that now because they have, you know, they're this Casano family. It's so cute. Um, and you have Chai Young showing her still fighting people in court, taking care of people, um, redeeming some of the, you know, her, Vincenzo's mother, um, his mother's case. She takes care of that. So she's still doing what she's supposed to be doing. She sees like, we see her in the office where she has a lot of little, um, card postcards for Vincenzo and she obviously is she looks at them and misses him and then um she gets notification that a new event is an upcoming event is coming into town and she's invited and it's basically a celebration of Korea and Italy's real diplomatic relations or something like that and so she's like oh okay so I'm gonna go to this event and she thinks she's gonna take um what's his face but she doesn't he's like no I'm not I'm not gonna be able to go you can go by yourself so she ends up going and then we get to see while she's at the event Vincenzo shows up and he um, tells them how much he missed her and she's like I missed you and she's like how did you get here he's like I was able to sneak in through with this Italian kind of uh, delegation I was able to sneak in but I have to leave right after this um but he's like i bought an island in malta these are the postcards i've been sending you and my casano family lives there now and he wants her to visit him there and he's like i will definitely want i would definitely want you to come visit and then she's like well you don't you didn't miss me or what like i mean she basically is like trying to play coy with him as far as like you don't want me to be there and he's like no i want you to be there and he um also thanks her for the gold because they talk about the gold because forget the gold has been moved and we were like where did the gold go the gold was basically hiding in her house so everyone has their share of the gold she has she's literally been sleeping on a bed of gold um back at her house um but Vincenzo obviously has taken his money and you know gotten able about an entire island off of Malta near Malta um so that's kind of where the gold happens to be and then um he just really was like I really want you you know I really missed you and he's like I really 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 did and she's like no you didn't and she he's like yes I did and so he pulls her in for a kiss to prove how much she missed her um and it's super sweet but he has to leave and Vincenzo leaves and um Chang Young she sees him off but it's not a happy moment but it's also not a sad moment um but he goes and he has like a narration at the end talking about how he's still fighting as a villain um even now that he's living off this little co- little island in Malta he's still fighting against these mafia people and he's just like I don't think I'll ever not be the bad guy that I have been this entire time I have to keep being a villain because I have other villains I gotta defeat um so he's just gonna be that um and he has to basically clean he's like I have to clean up the garbage that's gonna be my new thing because I can't be you know I can't be that anymore 
I can't not be, I cannot be a good guy. I have to be a villain so that I can fight these other villains. So he has this kind of little monologue at the end and it's slow motion ending Vincenzo done. Um, so yeah, that's the recap, honestly. Um, and that's where I'm going to end it right now. And then I'll be back. Okay. Alright, I'm back everyone. So I thought I, I lied and said I was gonna do part one and a part two of this episode, but because I had a lot more time and um like I said, these episodes kind of really played out pretty quickly. I feel like I can just kind of take my time now and breathe and do a little just kind of debrief about Vincenzo and my kind of real final thoughts of Vincenzo. Um so this is part three of this episode. <laughs> so if you made it this far, thank you for sticking around. I promise I won't keep you long. Um, but I wanted to just kind of say a little bit about how I felt um, after watching the final episode. So I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't know. Maybe other people had this experience or had these thoughts. Um, maybe not. Maybe I'm the only one. But I immediately, after the show ended, I... I don't know. I did not feel that much satisfaction. And I know, I know. Don't, don't yell at me. I can hear you. I can hear you. Don't, don't yell at me. I did not he. I did not feel this kind of sigh of relief. This like, I just felt like everything felt wonderful and great and grand at the end of it. I didn't feel just like my, like my breath was taken away at the end of it. Because like I said, Every single thing that Vincenzo wanted done was done, okay? There was no point past the moment of, you know, Chan Young getting shot that I felt like, what's going to happen? Like, there was no moment after that where I felt like I didn't know what was going to happen. I knew he had a hit list. I knew all those people were going to die. It was just a matter of seeing how they were going to die. And Vincenzo left safely and soundly without a hitch in the road. And it's obvious this had to happen because they are preparing or seem to be preparing or setting themselves up for the possibility of a season two of Vincenzo. So Vincenzo couldn't die. Chang Yang couldn't, couldn't die. You know, the villains could die, but like they can put them into another season and redo this with new villains. You know, that's perfect setup for a season two. And this is one of my big qualms with K-dramas having season beyond season one <laughs> with the same you know, characters, um, it just, it's not as satisfying. There's something about a K-drama being, you know, 12, 16, 20 episodes and you knowing that at some point those episodes have to come to an end and they have to finish everything up and they have to make everything go together, have to make all the chemistry, you know, all the characters have to play out their stories all by this kind of time. Um, and it's something very satisfying by them, about that as a K-drama watcher. And when you add a season two in, it doesn't have that effect, obviously. That 20 episodes then turns into, I'm just trying to see them through so that we can get to the next season. I don't like that experience. That's one of the main reasons I do not watch traditional American Western television. It's 
that's the, my main reason. I don't like seeing seasons beyond season one. I don't want to see season two, season three, season four, season five. I don't, I don't, I don't want to stick around that long. I want you to sum everything up in that one season, and I want it to be a perfect ending. And even if it's not a perfect ending, at least I know the story's done as you said it's going to be done, and I have to be okay with that. Like I just need it to be wrapped up. Um, as much as I love Vincenzo as a character, like I get why you would want his character to be a character that you see consistently and over and over again in these different plots and storylines. I get it. He's a great character. He's wonderful. I like it. Love it, you know? But for me, I don't, I don't want it. I, don't, I personally don't want it. That does not mean I did not enjoy Vincenzo. I did enjoy Vincenzo. I just didn't have this um, moment of satisfaction that I was hoping I would have at the end of it all um, because I just felt like they were setting everything up because I knew, hey, we want a season two. We want Cha Young and Vincenzo to come back. We want to bring their romance together. We want to, you know, give him more villains to fight. Yeah, I get it. I know. I understand. I totally get it. I totally understand. But from a perspective of someone who watches K-dramas and after 20 episodes and being happy with those 20 episodes, I don't, I just, these, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't get all that I wanted to get from this final episode. Again, the entire journey to this point has been great, has been fun. It's been an absolute roller coaster. I mean, we had so much laughter, we had so much fun, we had so much gore and violence and I mean, great acting, um, wonderful chemistry between amongst all the cast. Um, great stuff, man. We really have some great stuff in Vincenzo. Um, but I don't need a season two. You know, I know that sounds weird. Will I maybe watch the season two? Yeah, probably. Totally. Definitely. But, um, only because I would be hoping that it would be wrapping up in that season two. <laughs> but, you know, I'm very, um, I'm very, I don't know. I'm difficult like that because it, it just makes me think about his, you know, this makes, and this is a Netflix thing. I'm sorry. This is a very Netflix concept western concept and I don't approve of it but um it makes me think about um Song Joong Ki's Ars Doll Chronicles where it was panned by a lot of people and then the the you know and the amount of money they spent on it I guess wasn't worth it to the point where they're like I don't think we want to do a season two even though they set the entire season one up to have a season two and so that's the thing that I don't like when you say season twos is that you now have to tie down these actors again to a whole nother um season of this when they could be working on something else you know I don't know doing something different with their lives and I don't like that aspect I also don't like the aspect of like hey now if you decide you just don't want to do a season two then that season one ends miserably you know I'm not saying that case is the case with Vincenzo you know this ending of season one is fine if they never made a season two it would be fine it ended it wrapped everything up just fine it's just that the the breathtaking part that I wanted that kind of like (gasps) ending you know like (laughs) you just kind of like everything comes in you're like (sighs) it's over I didn't have that moment it was like yep that's Vincenzo. That's the end. Yep. 
he'll be back. You know, it was, it just felt like that. And it wasn't as satisfying as I would have wanted it to be. But all that being said, I did enjoy Vincenzo. Um, I would recommend it to others. It's a fun ride. If you could handle the gore and the violence, um, you can, if you can handle that, it's a good, it's a good time. Um, I know that sounds weird, the gore and the violence. It's a good time. <laughs> but yeah, they had like, I mean, it ended cutely. Like I said, there was even a little shout out to, um, his, his little long lost, um, Vincenzo's long lost, um, soulmate who's in jail now. That was cute. And they, I even read somewhere that, and in a, I guess in an article, they said that, um, he, Sung Jun Ki requested that he make a quick little cameo in the ending. And he said, I don't no, no problems. I'm there. But then Vincenzo's like, they don't have a, a jail, uh, <laughs> a jail uniform for you. So he was like, I, I have one. <laughs> and so he came prepared to shoot his little final scene. To, and I thought that was super funny and super cute. Um, but yeah, I think the actors had a great time. I can definitely see them wanting to work together again. So I can understand them wanting a season two together. So I'm not going to hate on them for that. I probably will be there to watch Probably won't be their recap, um, but I will definitely probably be there to watch. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I liked Song Jun Ki's return to Drama Land. I thought he did really well. Um, everyone did really well, and I am so glad that I stuck stuck it stuck it out. Because if you listen to my first impressions, I was very unsure about Vincenzo. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, um, but I'm glad I stuck it out. It was really worth it. Um, it was so. This is it, guys. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I almost feel like I don't want to say goodbye. It's weird because this is my longest kind of running, like, series that I had on my on my podcast thus far. This is the only drama that I've done weekly recaps of. And I am a little sad to say goodbye to these weekly recaps. Um, but that won't change the fact that I will still be posting an episode weekly. It's just maybe not a weekly recap but all is well um if you haven't seen i've also just posted my final impressions of the um naviera another netflix um, k-drama that just finished airing a couple weeks ago so listen to that um i do have some new dramas on my list to check out maybe i'll do some first impressions of them i'm not sure yet but i am definitely starting some new dramas this week um or already have started some new dramas this week and i want to probably talk about how i'm feeling next week um and i have a little void in my my podcast now that vincenzo is over but it's been a, it's been a ride i think it was time to come to a close um we'll see about season two because <laughs> i'm pretty sure we'll hear about that soon um but yeah, that's all for this episode. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Load us off.